today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. I'm sure you've heard that uh, as of today, I guess uh, the divorce papers have been served, as some headlines put it. Uh, British Prime Minister Theresa May has invoked Article 50. This starts the countdown for Britain to leave the European Union. To talk more about all of this, Alan Craigie is with us, lecturer in Department of Political Science, University of British Columbia, specializing on such things, and he is with us now. Hello, Alan. How are you today? I'm, I'm doing well, thank you. Yourself? Good. Thank you for taking the time to join us. Are you surprised we eventually got here? Uh, there was lots of chatter right after the vote that uh, it wasn't going to happen. Another, other people wanted another vote. Are you surprised we finally got to today? Um, that's a hard one to answer, surprisingly enough. Uh, a part of me is astounded because it's uh, given that the referendum was so close and it was so clear that those advocating that the United Kingdom leave the European Union were actually fabricating a lot of stuff. They were intentionally misrepresenting a lot of uh, a lot of points of their campaign and just making a whole lot of stuff up. That um, that there didn't there wasn't some sort of secondary mechanism to ensure that, given that that there was these truths that came out that the British people actually wanted to leave the European Union. So that on that one hand that surprises me, but on the other, given the fact that this is essentially a internal battle within the, the British Conservative Party and the Brexiteers, as they, they're known, they won that internal battle. It makes sense that Theresa May, who wants to maintain her position as Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, would carry forward with that key demand from that uh, very powerful wing with the Conservative Party. So as a rational human being, it doesn't make sense. But as a someone who understands politics, I can understand Theresa May's position and why she's uh, why she's pushing forward with it. Uh, it appears like they didn't really expect all this to happen, nor did they have a plan if they got here. No, no. And we saw that the day after the... Um, the day after the results, uh, Boris Johnson, a very prominent uh, Leave campaigner, looking absolutely flabbergasted. Um, the uh, many of the uh, Ian Duncan Smith, another Leave campaigner, when asked about some of the promises that were made, he and this is without an exaggeration, put his head down and said, "Perhaps we shouldn't have said that." So um, it's uh, it's it's an admittance by by the Leave side that they they've made up a lot of their campaign pledges, particularly that 350 million euros or uh, pounds a week that would be diverted from the EU into the National Healthcare Service, the National Health Service, that was a blatant lie. Then um, the misrepresentation around immigration, the, um, the bold-faced misinterpretations around the Norwegian relationship with the, United, with the European Union. So there, there, was, there was a lot. They, I don't think they expected to win. They expected to solidify a political base within the Conservative Party. Um, when it turned out to be successful, they were left holding the bag. And um, they had no idea how to carry forward. And Theresa May is left trying to uh, trying to make sense of this. How are people feeling in the UK today? Do you think? Uh, there's some people that are overjoyed. I think um, there's some people that have a uh, that hold on to these romantic views. I would argue of the British past, where you know, and it really a lot of it actually stems from the Second World War. Believe it or not, that Britain stood alone against Nazi tyranny and all that sort of stuff, which is flagrantly not true. You know, um, hmm. the uh, so, but the, this era of golden mythology around the United Kingdom that. Uh, that Britain was this great imperial power. It did all this stuff on its own. It can do all this stuff again. It doesn't take into account the modern world 
And the modern world has moved past that. It seems to forget the reason why there's so many British people here in Canada. They left because Britain was falling apart. Mm. They forget the winter of discontent in 1979, where the British economy, you know, had to be bailed out by the International Monetary Fund. They're forgetting this bleak period of 20th century British period, uh, British history, that um, that isn't exactly a great place, particularly if you were working class. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.